Hi, friends. Welcome to the Liz Teach Podcast. Here we are one year later. This is the anniversary episode. And so bear with me as I jump around on a few things, but I promise that I am going to land on the subject that I want to speak about today, which is having a no matter what attitude or no matter what heart. So I am incredibly grateful for the opportunity to speak to you through this measure, this media. I cannot believe that it is a year. And moreover, I am so proud of myself (laughs) that I have done this for a year. I thank God for the opportunities and subjects that he's given me to speak on and that I have reached. a few of you, 10 of you, 15, 20, I don't know, but I've reached people. (laughs) Uh, I have heard from some of you and I appreciate that as well. At the end of the day, I'm hoping that whatever you hear, whether the person that you're going to share it with comes to my podcast or not, that whatever you hear from me, whatever nugget of wisdom or teaching that you've received, that you've been able to share it. And that is something for me in the last year that I have settled my heart upon is not to be carried away about how many I am influencing, but that I am influencing people in a positive way with my stories, with with what God puts in my heart, because really at the end of the day, I am a child of God and what flows from my heart, I hope it's coming from his heart as well. And so, you know, there have been, so today is episode... 62, 62. You know, I kind of like things in a certain order sometimes. I, not so much, but uh, every once in a while I have a little touch of OCD. And so I'm like, oh, episode 62, it should have been like 65 or 70 or just a round number like that, or maybe a hundred, you know, but here we are 62, build the bridge, Liz, and get over it. But Over uh, this past year, I've had different subjects, things about like episode four on anger, uh, five was praying for your children, Uh, nine was one of my favorite, and it was about changing your filters and, you know, how are you receiving things and and what kind of filter do you have in your ears, in your heart that you perhaps are not receiving things how people intended. And uh, communication episode number 12, I also did a marriage uh, marriage and kind of family series. There was six episodes, and that was episodes 16, 18, 20, 24, 25, 29, um, what else? Daddy issues number thirty-three. Um, what? Uh, where has your mouth taken you? Number forty. These are some of my favorites. Expectations number nineteen. Going back a little bit. So you know, go through them and see what strikes you as something that maybe you haven't heard yet, and it might be time for you to hear it. 
And so today, though, I went to do my nails and get a pedicure and was having such a wonderful conversation with um, the nail tech, who's such a, a beautiful soul and now has become a friend. And we were talking about so many things, but one of the things that I was reminded as I was speaking to her, because if I'm around anybody long enough, it's going to, the conversation is going to talk to, uh, turn to Jesus and, and God is just, it comes out my pores, my friends. It does, uh, because I just love what he's done in my life. Anyway, we were talking about loss and grief. Uh, unfortunately, unfortunately, her cousin, I believe, lost her husband tragically all of a sudden. And so I could relate to that. And I was saying, though, that about a month before my husband died, I had given a teaching. And the teaching was about no matter what, uh, that God, no matter what, happens in my life, good or bad, I'm going to serve you and I'm going to love you. And so I started thinking about that again, but I also started thinking about people that I know that have that no matter what attitude, whether it's in God or whether it's with their family, whether it's with, uh, you know, things that they're dealing with, with their children. I really admire how they've pushed through and say, I'm going to do this no matter what, whether it's schooling, whether it's parenting. You know, my father uh, was ill towards the end of his life and he had been a pastor. He taught, he preached, and he had lost his way of speaking fluently. Uh, and it was so sad to see him that way. But I remember being really upset with God and about it and telling him, aren't you mad? Aren't you upset with God? And I remember him shaking his head furiously. No, 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 no. And, and letting me know in very few words that he had at that time that no matter what, that he was going to praise God. And that really impacted me. This is now probably 15 years later. And that comes back to me every once in a while. And so I honor him that. I honor him in that he was a pastor and it wasn't easy. And I didn't see him embittered. I saw him joyfully serving others. I saw him joyfully giving and loving ministry. And as a matter of fact, not being in ministry really, really hit him hard uh, in his last few years because he so enjoyed serving. And it wasn't even about being in the pulpit. It was the interaction. It was the Sunday school class with maybe five people in it, but he didn't care. Uh, I guess that's where I get it from, just the love of speaking about God. I was reminded when he passed away also that five days later, I had already been scheduled to go give a retreat somewhere with some other women, a women's retreat. And just having that, no matter what, God, I'm going to do this for you. I made a commitment. And I know if daddy were here right now, he would say, yeah, you made a commitment. No matter what, we have to keep forward. We have to serve others. And uh, don't get me wrong, I grieved well, but me not doing the retreat wasn't going to add or take away from my grief. And so me giving to others, no matter what, really helped me. Uh, I want to honor my daughter, Raquel, who will be 30 soon. Um, 
life for her as a mom and a wife was not easy by any stretch of the imagination. And whether she got there because of poor decisions, the thing is, once she was there, she decided no matter what, she was going to raise her son uh, with love and raise her son not to be embittered against the father in spite of what she was feeling. She didn't always get it right, but I tell you, when I look at my grandson now, he is not an embittered little boy. He does not speak ill of his father for being absent. And it's because my daughter decided no matter how broken her heart was, how disappointed she was, she was going to make sure that this little boy felt safe and loved and that, uh, he was safe with her, you know, he was loved. And so, you know, I honor her no matter what attitude. Uh, I know people that have gone through sickness and pain like my father and have been able to still be a light to their family, a light to their community, no matter what they were going through. And the wonderful thing is that we can do things no matter what and still have our pain and still grieve and but we don't allow it to define us forever we don't allow it to uh, wound us forever to drown us forever uh, and i was talking to a friend about you know therapy and how it is hard sometimes to Wow, just get through the muck and mire in your heart and your mind and or when your therapist says something to you, you're like, dude, <laughs> how dare you? You know, it's not easy. It's not fun. But when you do it, no matter what, I'm going to do this because I want to be a better person. I want to be a healthy person for myself, for my family, for my children. This hurts. I don't like what I'm learning about myself, but I'm going to face it and I'm doing it no matter what. And so I think we need a little bit more of that in our society, right? We become embittered and not because there's nothing happening, sometimes very hard things, but that we could be healthy no matter what, love no matter what, find peace no matter what. And so the story that impacted me with that uh, is found in Daniel chapter three. And it was the three young Hebrew boys who uh, in that time, King Nebuchadnezzar, he uh, built a statue and he wanted everybody to worship the statue, worship this idol. And the Israelites were captive at that time. Uh, and so you know, not to go too deep into the story, read it, Daniel 3. <laughs> and so if you weren't going to bow down to the statue, you were going to get thrown into the fiery furnace. And so they were brought before the king and, uh, you know, the king says, you have to bow down or you're going to get it going to the furnace. And they replied, we understand but we can't do that. We can't bow down to any God. We can't worship an idol. We have, we know the true God and he can save us, you know, saying he can save us from what you're trying to do. But they continued, even if he doesn't, even if he doesn't save him, no matter what happens, we are not going to bow down to your statue. And the story concludes they're in the fiery furnace and um, they don't die and they make the fire hotter and the soldiers or whoever um, 
the king's minions <laughs> that were throwing uh, things into the fire, coal or whatever uh, they were throwing into the fire would actually die because the heat was so bad and they remained alive. And then it, it, the king comes to see what's happening. And when he comes, he not only sees three men, but a fourth man. And that was Jesus that was in the fire. Because when we're going through something, he's going to be there. He's going to be there. Um, I, there's a, a song that says there was another in the fire. And it's about that story. And it says that the Hebrew boys came out. And, of course, the king was astonished. And, you know, uh, because they didn't die. And the thing is that the clothes, uh, the Bible says that their clothes didn't even smell like fire. didn't smell like smoke. None of that. Uh, God had delivered them. But the main thing is they went into that fire not knowing that, not knowing that. And we can be in circumstances and we are not understanding and we don't know how God is working or uh, how he's going to answer our petitions. But once we have him in our heart and once we've known how good he is and that he's faithful no matter what, because we've tasted and seen that the Lord is good, like the psalm says, we trust and we believe. And it could be through tears and it could be through our shaking, but we believe no matter what. And so uh, that is my stance when it comes to the Lord. That is my stance when it comes to my life, when it comes to my healing, my path of healing that has not been easy. Um, when I see generational curses perpetrated, I'm like, God, I have to be free of this. I, I have to continue to work on this for my children, for my grandson, my future grandchildren. And so... Uh, you know, we need to have that no matter what attitude. Maybe it's school and it's getting really, really difficult. Hang in there no matter what, because you're going to get to the other side. You will. This is just but a moment. And too often we give up too easily in the moment of pain. And there could be years ahead of us that will benefit from us not giving up. Years. Our family, our our legacy can change. Generational uh, things can happen for the good and not for the bad if we just hang on. Uh, there's a verse in the Bible that says, do not grow weary in doing good because in due time you will receive your reward. I believe it's Hebrews. Uh, yeah, I believe it's Hebrews. Google it, like I always tell you. <laughs> Google it, Google it. Uh, so, uh, you know, don't grow weary. Just don't give up. You got this, especially if you know that it's something that the Lord has placed in your heart. If you know that it's something that God has told you, you keep fighting because I am with you. Keep fighting. He is with you. Uh, and I want to encourage you. It's very easy. Um to be strong when we don't have adversity. It's very easy to be strong when everything goes our way, right? Uh, that's just like women that say, oh, I'm not going to get together with any man because nobody's being presented to them, right? And then the minute they have the opportunity, they forget all the things they said when they were supposedly, quote unquote, being strong, right? But it's when we're confronted with the situation that we see what we're made of. When I confront a situation and if I'm not feeling that no matter what attitude, I get into prayer, get into the word. I surround myself with people to encourage me and lift me in that time. 
Maybe you're facing the sickness of a child, the sickness of a spouse. Maybe somebody died and it's hard to get up. It's hard to get out of bed. It's hard to face another day. But in Jesus' name, that your spirit will be lifted, that your spirit will be lifted and you say, okay, I'm going to get through the next hour, no matter what. Maybe it's just an hour. You can do an hour, right? When we exercise, they say, oh, we can do anything for five minutes. And you're like, I don't know. I don't know. You better have a bucket nearby. (laughs) Uh, So just uh, motivate yourself, encourage yourself, and encourage yourself in the word, in God's presence, uh, because it's worth it. It's worth it. I was speaking to my friend today and saying, my goodness, I remember just going through so such difficult times and wanting to give up, but there would be something within me. Like, remember, I got you out last time. Remember, let's go, let's go. Or when you're praying one thing and the opposite happens, that's difficult. But then you have to say, no, God, no matter what, I love you. No matter what, I know you love me. I know that you're going to get me through this. I know that you have a plan. I don't understand this. This is painful. For me, you know, when I see my daughters in pain and I don't understand, and it's even worse than my own pain. I'm like, God, you know, I pray for them, but this is not what I prayed for. <laughs> or at least I think I, I, I don't think I prayed for that, God, you know. But I always say at the end of the day, your will be done for our lives because you know best. Whatever you think we need, whatever you desire, Uh, because I trust you, God, and I trust the lives of my children and my grandson uh, in your hands much more than mine and much more than my selfish prayers because I want everything to be rosy. So let's do like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and look at the situation and say, okay, God, you can do this. I don't know what you're going to do. So no matter what you do, I'm going to trust you. I'm going to trust you. And we will see that he will be glorified. We will see that we will learn something. We will grow. We will be transformed. There's always something, right? The word of God says all things work for good for those that love the Lord. It doesn't mean that it's going to feel good. But at the end of it, it's going to be good. And that's uh, something that we need to remember. We love to quote promises from God according to what we want at the moment and we feel and It's not always that way. So I want to end this with a prayer. Uh, Yes, a prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for your faithfulness during this year. Thank you for the words and the seeds that have been sown in the hearts of many, God. I thank you that they will share that seed and it will give fruit in the lives and families of of many, God, for your honor and your glory. And because you desire to see us at peace, you desire to see us with a joy, you desire to see us living uh, well, Father, especially that our souls and our minds would be well. And so I thank you for seeds that you sow in my heart and that I have the blessing, the privilege to be able to share. Oh, Heavenly Father, that my words would fall on hearts that are ready to receive. Lord, I thank you for moms that no matter how much pain they are in, they are there for their children. They take care of their children. They put them first above their own desires, Father, I 
I bless them in Jesus' name. And those that have a, have trouble doing that, God, because of their hurt, their loneliness, their bitterness, God, that they would be healed, that they would find healing in you, Lord. I pray for anybody that's uh, uh, going through grief right now, that has lost a loved one, or maybe lost a relationship, or is, being, is separated, or getting divorced, Father, that they would find just comfort in you. That no matter what they're feeling each day, they can reach out to you and say, help, help. That's all we need, Father, is just to say, help, to ask for your help. And you come to our aid. We don't need many words, God. We just need to surrender. We just need to acknowledge that we need you. We need to acknowledge our roles in the lives of people and how we can help and bless them, God. Help us to see those that are hurting and in pain, God, and come to their aid, Father. Heavenly Father, forgive me when I miss it, when you've put someone before me and I've missed it, God. Lord, thank you for the healing of our hearts when we go through pain, God. Thank you that bitterness will not be sown there. Could That bitterness is not comfortable in us, Lord, that we would feel uncomfortable and release it and give it to you, God. Lord, I, I pray for uh, for those, God, that have a, a sick child or a sick spouse, Father, and that maybe they're in the hospital, Lord, that they would call out to you as well, that they would trust you, Father, in the midst of their pain, no matter what they're feeling. God, I praise you. I thank you for your faithfulness. You are a good God. Your word is life, Father. I thank you that in Psalm 73, 26, it says, My flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. So I lean into you. We lean lean into you, God, in the midst of circumstances, in the midst of pain. And we're going to choose to trust you no matter what we feel, no matter what we see. No matter what dreams may have just crashed to the ground, Father, we will lean in to you and we will trust you. And we know that you love us. We will not listen to the voice of the enemy that says anything contrary to your word. We know that you love us and that you have a plan. God, we thank you you're so merciful and patient and kind and you give us time to grieve and to cry. You, you give us joy and peace, God. You just give us time for it all, Father, and you understand. And so I ask you, Father, that you would heal the brokenhearted. You would help the, the one that is confused, God, not understanding why things are going this way. God, help us to walk in forgiveness to those that hurt us, God, to those that hurt people we love, Father. Oh, Lord God, that we would be like you, God. Thank you. Thank you for your love, your mercy. I just love you, Father. I thank you for Jesus. It is through him and his sacrifice that we have all things, God. It is in his name that we pray. Amen and amen. 
All right, my friends, thank you so much for tuning in. Happy anniversary. <laughs> thank you for your well wishes uh, I've, uh, from the messages that I've received. I appreciate that. Continue to share, to listen, subscribe so you know when I put a new episode. And just God bless you. God bless you, my friends.